Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunton, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Whoop! Well, we got a little story for Ags. Dustin Stewart, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2003, served our country as an infantry officer and then realized, you know what? I'm really good at leading men crawling around the woods. And so when he got out of the army, he created a company that specifically does that. Squad Sticks was founded in order to help young men develop their leadership skills and to be able to give them confidence in being good men, good citizens, and good leaders of tomorrow. So pass it back and listen up to Dustin as he shares some good bull. Well, Dustin, thank you so much for joining us today on Aggie Growth Hacks. We've known each other a super, super long time. So y'all, I first met Dustin when you were a fish in, in the Spider D, Fighting Texas Aggie, Corps of Cadets, uh, Company D1. And, and Dustin, you know, used that experience in the Corps as a leadership lab, went on to serve our military in, in the U.S. Army. And then as he was coming out of the Army, created a super cool and really unique company. So Dustin, thank you so much for joining us today and allowing us to learn from you and to learn a little bit more about Squad Sticks. Good to be here, Greg and Chris. Thanks for having me. Well, you were lucky enough to know me as I think when you were a freshman, I was a junior. So so you didn't know Pisshead Martin and that guy doesn't exist anymore, but you, you know, happy Mr. Martin. But what do you miss about being a student on A&M's campus? Well, I thought about this, and that's kind of why I brought this little bad boy here, the bonfire pot. The thing I truly miss the most, and this is beyond even being in the core, just being a civilian, you know, or whatever, the bonfire, on-campus bonfire. And I know they do it off-campus, but it's, it's different. And that unifying event that was on campus for that, you know, most of the whole fall, or a good portion of the fall, you could visibly see. And I don't care if you're in the core, or if you weren't in the core, or if you're just in high school, like I was when I came and first saw it or in middle school, that was a pretty big deal. It was a over a hundred years tradition. And that without a doubt, I think is what I miss uh, the most. Love that. Yeah. Not too many people actually say that now, you know, about bonfire. Yeah. They honestly, most entrepreneurs say, you know, they miss football or being on campus or just not having any responsibilities. It's very unique. I mean, that's the thing is you can, those things you listed are great and not against them, but like you could get that anywhere. Yeah. You know, go, go to any other state and you'll see people just as, as wildly into the football stuff. So this was a very unique thing. It was on campus. It was visible. It was a rallying point, a unifying thing. You know, they talk about traditional. It was, you know, over a hundred years doing this. I like to bring up anytime I can and just make that little, and I know even Rick Perry himself couldn't get it back on campus, so it's a forlorn hope to a degree. But yeah, it would be it would be really nice to bring that back. Yeah. So one of the things that I love about Aggie Growth Tax is that I get to hear entrepreneurial origin stories, right? So why don't you tell us how did you start, you know, Squad Sticks, and really where did that idea even come from, and when did it start, and all that kind of stuff. Well, as I was discussing with y'all earlier, I was in the military for a while. I was an infantry officer for eight years after the Corps. And during the last half of that, you know, when I knew I was getting out, I, my plan was to do four years and then get out and end up doing another four years. But I had a, a desire to go do some kind of business. I knew that from very you know, early on. 
And the reason is I had a lot of friends and family guys that are in the core buddies of mine or, and family that have gone off to do their own businesses. So I was like, Hey, if they could do it, I could do it. Uh, anyone in the military that long, or at least a lot of us, you know, you get tired for working for someone else. And so the combination of those are the, the personal motivations to go do it. But then it's, in terms of the journey there, I realized I need to get a little smart on business because I've been in the military for so long. The idea of making a profit is just completely foreign to us in the military. So I put my head down, got into grad school. I went to uh, UT, to you, down also for grad school, got my MBA, tried to pay attention in class. And I tried to pay attention to vets and peers of mine that had gone off and do this before. And they sat me down. They're like, hey, Stuart, you know, the biggest thing they told me to get this journey go along and to make it make sense was like, you got to stop focusing just on your operations. Like, cause I would tell them, you know, we go camping. I tell them, Hey, I got this idea. And we go talk, get in the weeds about the camp, but they're like, that's great. But you got to, you know, time out. You have to figure out your marketing and you have to understand how are people seeing you? Where's the money going from point A to point B in your account, et cetera. That was most of my journey with, Hey, you know, the camp stuff and the operations kind of not as an afterthought, but that kind of fell into place. Once I got my head around how you actually do this, how are you going to, make a website without having to pay someone a thousand bucks a month to manage it for you. Uh, how are you going to do Google without paying someone 1500 bucks a month to do it for you? You have to figure this stuff out. So that was a big part of my journey, which is coming to terms with the stuff I didn't know, getting out there and finding people that have done it because there's all kinds of people who tend to do it, but unless they've done it, that's just in my, you know, I think it's meaningless. So finding the right people have done something similar and studying the stuff that I just knew I was not good at, which is basically marketing. So that was a big part of my journey. And then just seeing, you know, I grew up doing Boy Scouts as a kid, you know, so back to the actual core part of this business. When I was thinking about all this five, six years ago, the Boy Scouts was in the news a lot. And I did Boy Scouts as a kid, and I still respect it to a degree. There's so many organizations out there, so there, I know there's a diverse experience. But in general, the theme I was getting, the sense I was getting from over the years was, you know, this traditional outlet for boys to go out and run around the woods is just going downhill. And again, it's not every organization, but in general. And so that was kind of like a um, verified, you know, there was market demand. I was like, I think that's something I'm not even following this stuff. I see it percolating up in social media. So there's clearly some kind of demand in the air for something different, or at least, you know, maybe a different outlet for that. So that's pretty much it. I can think this gets to your other questions here, but you know, another part of the journey was, you know, the thing that settled in some advice I heard, I think you had a question about advice later, but uh, what I took to heart big time was all these entrepreneurs saying, find something you're an expert in. And I'm like, Hey, I'm an infantry officer. What the heck am I an expert in besides going out in the woods, getting a bunch of boys, young men together, making sure they know how to, where to use the restroom and how to eat and take care of their trash and all this kind of stuff. So I started, you know, hey, I'm an expert at that. What can I do? And the initial idea was, hey, let's go do a paintball company because we did a lot of force on force training exercises in the military. When I was a company commander out in Fort Bliss, we'd go out in the huge areas of land and do some pretty interesting force on force type exercise. And I was like, hey, you know, if we could do that with civilians, give them paintball guns, this could be pretty cool. But I kept having to pivot to a different business idea because, you know, the idea of finding some land where people are just going to let you shoot paintballs everywhere. You know, so you just kind of go down the reasons why uh, airsoft's not going to work either. Um, how are you going to be able to charge enough money? And then it kind of just kept pivoting to, oh, you know, boys camp. I did that as a kid as well. You know, Pine Cove, 
Christian camps. And I pivoted to that idea that, hey, we could still incorporate the guns. I landed on laser tag guns instead of paintball guns, but uh, making it a, a camp instead. That was the process of it, you know, iterating from initially a paintball idea to then airsoft, and then finally a boys camp that where you could still do some of that and then obviously add on the camping and the hiking. And that's kind of where we're at now. Well, Destin, so you really kind of took the experience, the thing that you knew how to do, being an infantry officer and to be able to lead men, lead troops, and to be able to to go out into the woods and to be able to have that. And so you, you created a business out of that. But what other aspects or characteristics or things that you learned in the military make you successful as an entrepreneur? Well, it makes me successful as an entrepreneur to do the core function obviously the operation. I think that's crucial. But in beyond that, I would say the attention to detail. There's a lot of stuff I don't know, but at least I'm pretty good at focusing on details and, and, and at least making a note, hey, that's something that's got to be checked. That's something that needs to be followed up on. So when you're in the military, I mean, operate, you're going out patrol, it's, it's always attention to detail, you know, pre-combat checks, pre-combat inspections, post-operation, you know, after action reviews, you know, it, the whole deal, planning out schedules, it's a lot of detail and no, that has been extremely useful. There's so many little details, obviously running the camp out in the woods, there's a lot of details, but to your, you know, to your greater question about the entrepreneur stuff, it's like, Hey, there's this insurance issue. That's a detail that needs to be addressed. I can't just forget about it. It's, it's gotta be kind of important. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, you know, knowing that there's a lot, I don't know, but it's okay if you can be organized and be focused on the details, have a process of weeding out which details are important, which ones are not important. So you can prioritize. It's another thing for the military is just how to prioritize. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say delegate, but it's kind of a one man shop. You know, when you're out there, when I have my cadets out there, obviously they help. I delegate when we run it. But uh, if you're a one man shop doing this, there's not much to delegate. Yeah. There's people out there will take your money. You could delegate your Google, advertising to someone if you want, and they'll just take all your money all day, or you can dive into the details and figure out how to do it yourself, at least starting up. And so, and, and even if I grew and expanded and you need some agency, it's like, at least now I know the details that matter and can, can sharpshoot them and ask the right questions and not be, you know, hoodwinked. Absolutely. So let me ask, what's the biggest challenge that you're facing right now? Uh, and how are you overcoming a really, you know, since we're Aggie Growth Hacks, how are you hacking that? The challenge I have right now is, I guess it's Google, Google advertising. I mean, we live and breathe by Google, you know, for, I would say over two thirds of my new business comes into Google. So I don't know if you want to call that a challenge, but it's just an ongoing challenge to make sure I've got a handle on that and call it SEO, search engine optimization, you know, Google my business, whatever you want to call it, just having a good understanding that I think that's an ongoing challenge just to be on top of that. If only we knew anybody that might be an expert in I, yeah, yes. if only we knew someone. If, yeah, if only. That's, that's, by the way, written a book about all that stuff if right here. only. Yep. There you go. <laughs> by the way, I'm going to send you a book after this. Yeah. yeah. That's been an ongoing challenge. And I think we have a very simple business model. It's I only have basically one product. And it's very simple. So I can see how if you, if you want to grow and, if, you know, I have a couple ideas to grow it other sort of products, other people we can go out there and camp with. And just knowing the challenge would be how to incorporate that in with my existing marketing. And so you're not just wasting a ton of money. 
Let's talk about that growth. So, so first off, how long have you been doing squat sticks? When, when did you found it? When did you kind of have your first group or cohort? I don't know what you call yeah, it. Yeah. 2018. 2018. And you said earlier, you're working with not only young men to be able to kind of help them, but you are pulling in the core cadets and having young young men and women who are going to pursue a career in the military to be able to get some leadership and walk through that. So you've got this core operations going on. What do you see as the next logical expansion step? Is it just doing more iterations? Is it expanding different geographically? Where do you want to go next? The goal. So first of all, this is a lifestyle business. I intended, you know, from day one to only work seasonally. You know, I have some farmers, I have some relatives that are farmers and I've always uh, like having a season off. The goal of this from day one is kind of small scale. And, and so this may or may not apply to some other uh, situations. But, you know, my goal was just to work a couple seasons out of the year. And I have some, uh, you know, I have some real estate stuff and musician stuff that I do. But to grow this, so my plan was not necessarily geographically. I've really found a nice sweet spot, and I need another challenge is to find a backup state park. I'm at Dinosaur Valley right now. But for me to expand it is um, once I get to where all my sessions are full and I'm not scurrying at the light, you know, we have three sessions this summer, and 15 would be the max, you know, 15 boys per session. So once I get to where we have, 15 boys in each session with a waiting list, you know, and I'm not having to increase the Google marketing and everything is kind of staple state operations and we're predictably getting full rosters and waiting lists. The next idea is to expand it and do young adults. And so I've had plenty of 20 somethings, 30 something year olds, 40, 50 year old parents uh, come up and say, hey, I would love to go do this myself. That's kind of <laughs> you obviously who are not in the military. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's only one night or two nights. <laughs> this is not but, glamping, y'all. Just, just to be clear, this is not glamping. <laughs> yeah, that would be the next goal is then I don't have to focus on the summer. The summer is, you know, when the kids are free and when I have cadets available to come work with me. But in the weekends of the, uh, the spring and the fall, it seemed like a next logical step to expand that way. And it's easier to find help on the week. If it's just a two day thing, easier to find some cadets to come do that. So that's the next hurdle. So cool. So Dustin, tell me about your big, hairy, audacious goal with Squad Sticks. Is That's one of the things that we talk about here on Aggie Growth Hacks is, you know, what's your five to 10-year moonshot? What's your big, hairy, audacious goal or your BHAG for short? Well, would be to establish a Squad Sticks expedition where we take vets that have already come through, like boys that have already gone through once or twice, and we go do a canoe trip. That's kind of what I've been circling around. And we either do that here in Texas, they're, you know, out towards Mineral Wells, possibly Kingdom Lake, there's an area, or we just go up to like Colorado and we find something like that. But that has been something on my radar. I've got boys that have come through and already done. I've had boys come through four years in a row. So I could tell definitely by the third or fourth year, some of them are wanting a little more challenge. They've already done it a few years. And that's my big hairy goal would be to get a canoe trip or something like that, a canoe trip expedition where we take these vets and uh, do something like that called a big hairy goal because you know it's water this elevates the risk not it's like this is the, the riskiest thing in the world but you know it's elevating our risk quite a bit if we put 
some boys out in canoes and in deep water and this kind of stuff. So I've still got to get my heads around that, making sure I can find the right staff and the right cadets to come help us do that. And I think that would be pretty cool to go do. So if there's an ag out there that owns a, uh, a canoeing or a river operation out in Colorado or a- anywhere, make sure y'all connect with us. And that would be really cool. I think that that would be a nice elevation and continuing the leadership skills in a more dynamic manner. So Dustin, let's pause here just a second for a message from this episode sponsor. Okay, Dustin, so we're going to roll into the lightning round. Uh, real simple. We've got five questions for you. Just answer them in a minute or less. What is your favorite hack? It, this going to be a personal hack, a business hack. What can we learn from you today, Dustin? Microsoft Excel. I'm a huge fan. And I did data consulting after the Army for a couple of years. I did strategy consulting, but it's a lot of data work. And I've used big time glorified Excel on steroids. But for me, Excel, from my situation, obviously, if you're running an enterprise business, you know, but for a small business, if you can't manage your cash flow, I mean, I lived and breathed by my, I had a weekly cash flow for the first few years because financing and stuff. Um, if you can't manage that yourself, how are you going to trust someone? So to me, it's the, big, the biggest hack. I don't know how I could have done this without having Microsoft Excel to keep track not only your cash flow, but just the model of the business itself coming up with my different inputs. And so I think time spent back in A&M and then obviously an MBA program, learning Excel, the basic stuff. If you don't know how to do it, figure it out, YouTube it, figure out. And it just, it's, I can't imagine if I lost my Excel and you could, I don't, I'd be blind. I don't know how <laughs> it would be very daunting. <laughs> um, Love it. So Microsoft Excel, I would say, figure out how to do that and make models on there. It's been very useful. Cool. Love it. So what's the favorite advice you've ever been given and bonus points, actually 2003 bonus points, if you tell us how you applied it? Well, I think I had touched on this before, but the biggest advice I heard, you know, when I was at MBA at grad school, I was just sucking down all this stuff. And I I became a pretty big fan of Peter Thiel, the creator of PayPal. I think the first investor in Facebook, big Silicon Valley guy. And he made a point be an expert on something. But to go further, it, it's so that you don't have to compete as much. And he's he makes the point of have a secret sauce. Don't try to compete. Be a monopoly if you can. Obviously not by force, but if you can have a secret sauce. And to me, that comes back to finding something you're an expert in. If I hadn't been in the military, if I had been in financial industry for a while, for 10 years, then you know I could find something that I'm an expert in from there and go do that. I found that to be extremely useful bit of advice. It, it certainly set me on this path. I love that focus and being like, look, there, there's only one of me. And if you want the best, you're going to come to me. Right. <laughs> That's Love that. Love that mindset. Dustin, what is your superpower? Well, I asked my wife this and she said, I'm like the Terminator with my ability to focus in and find flaws. <laughs> Attention to detail. So, yeah, just like constantly scanning. And, you know, this obviously out in the woods, this is extremely necessary but I think it's been beneficial for me, like I said earlier in the podcast, just attention to detail and stuff. Hey, if there's something I spotted earlier with my model or with my cash flow, anything with the business, just being Terminator obsessed with focusing on it, identifying it, and, and getting it getting done. Terminator. Love it. <laughs> That's so cool. All right. So what gets you out of bed and excited about Squad Sticks? Well, I give this spiel to the boys too at the camp is – as an infantry officer, I've shot all, all the guns I could think of. I've shot everything from 25 millimeter cannon down to 
two or three grenade rounds, nine mil, whatever. That stuff, it, it actually gets boring after a while. It's cool. I love guns, but I would tell them that what excites me now and what gets me out of bed, what motivates is when I see not just young boys, but anybody out in a situation and they start to take charge. And it's like this self-realization when they see that, oh, no one's going to do it for me, but that's okay. I can figure it out. And I love seeing that. You could kind of see the evolution as they get out there, don't know what to do, timid, but then take charge. And so that's what gets me going is to see them like learn how to do leadership. And actually that it's not about the guns and it's not about these, these little skill craft out the wood. Those are cool. Those are all necessary, but it's a mindset. That's what I like seeing take place. That is so cool. And then to be able to be in a situation that three times a summer, you're able to to pull that up and really see that leadership ability blossom and grow in the young men. Super cool. Well, Dustin, thank you so much for joining us today. How can listeners of Aggie Growth Hacks, people in the Aggie Network, how can we get in touch with you? How can we reach out to you? How can we support you? Well, you can go to squadstx.com and you can sign up your uh, your boy for some torture and that's extra that's exactly <laughs> what I and uh so you go there we have some discounts to hit me up and any, anyone watching this you can use thanks just t-h-a-n-k-s thanks and you get 20 percent off but yeah just go to the website check it out if that doesn't apply to you, you don't have anyone there's a donate button on there and i can tell you right now all that money goes to google basically so you're, you're helping us with marketing and if there's anyone out there that just in general takes a look you know, there's a lot of experts that watch this, y'all. But if anyone just happens to see our stuff and has some marketing assistance they want to help, I'm always eager to have some help. And what I mean specifically is, you know, some people might have better ways, our copy or some of the ways we do our posts on social media mm -hmm. or Google advertising. So I'm always receptive to anyone that wants to come share some insights on that. But I'd say the best thing is, yeah, if you're interested, just go to the website, check it out and share it. It's basically middle school age boys. So just share if you care. Awesome. Well, Dustin, thanks so much for coming on the Aggie Growth Tax Podcast and sharing your knowledge with us. I know it's super valuable for me as well as pretty much everyone listening and really just helping out the Aggie entrepreneurs around the world. Well, I appreciate it. Y'all have a fantastic program and thanks for all the, uh, the attention to detail yourself. All the notes y'all sent is helpful. Thank you. Well, how about that, Ags? Was that pretty awesome or what? I know that I took a lot out of that from Dustin. I know that he shared a lot of really great things. What was your favorite takeaway there, Greg? Well, I loved when he was talking about what his best advice that he was given or when he talked about finding that one thing that you are better than anybody else. You know, the, the secret sauce, the special skill, call it whatever you want. But to be able to say, look, I'm not going to compete because this is just who I am and I am better than everybody else doing this one thing. And so for all entrepreneurs, I think that we all think about and want to bring value to our customers all the time, but to be able to marry what that special school or that's that secretness is with what we actually do is super cool. And to be able to just have the confidence of saying, I'm not going to compete on price. I'm going to bring you more value in this one area than anybody else. And that's how I'm going to go to market. So that was a really unique take, especially with his business and how he transformed and wove that into his business model. What about you? What do you take away from it? So I 100% agree on yours. I mean, every entrepreneur needs to know what their genius zone is, right? And, and I don't remember what book that I read that in. I've read so many books, but, you know, that's talking about where you're best served, right, with you and your customers and or clients. 
I really liked that he said that he's the terminator of attention to detail, right? I have to go with that because that is so cool. But if you've ever been in the military, you know, you understand what that means, right? It is ingrained in you. It is forced into you, is pounded into you. That attention to detail is one of the most important things, you know. And I think that us entrepreneurs, we tend to, you know, get away from that, right? And 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 sometimes we just go head first into a lot of things without even thinking about it. You know, what is the the book? Ready, fire, aim, or or something, right? The the book. So it's kind of like that, you know, with most entrepreneurs. But if if we do have that attention to detail, I think that we then lead right into years of the expert. We are the experts if we have that attention to detail, right? So those two kind of dovetails right together, I think. Mm-hmm. And I loved how it was the attention to detail, not being an expert in everything. You know, I mean, yeah. When he talked about, you know, hey, the, that insurance that has to get paid, yeah. yes, he's going to have to do that, but he's not the insurance specialist. I mean, even if I know he's going to talk with you after this about marketing and being that's one area he's like, look, I know this is important, but I'm not the expert. But also he's like a lot of entrepreneurs and he may not have excess cash to be able to bring on the expert. But, you know, what he's going to do, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to find the person. I'm going to have the attention to detail of saying I need to focus on this and then I'm going to learn. So that's really great wisdom from Dustin. Appreciate him coming on. Well, Ags, that's going to do it for this episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. We hope that you check out Justin and Squad Sticks and make sure that you Google them. Uh, make sure that you uh, check them out on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram. I think he's a little active on LinkedIn as well. While you're on the web, check out AggieGrowthHacks.com where you can hear this episode, uh, listen to previous episodes and some of our other great content. And finally, if you're not connected with Chris and myself, Aggie Growth Hacks, you're not in the Aggie Growth Hacks Facebook group, please do yourself a favor, do us a favor. Let's connect and let's learn about you and how we can encourage and support you. We want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship for Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a entrepreneur, head on over to their website to find a program that's right for you. Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash McFerrin right now. Well, join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig them.